We've gone through some really weird time periods here. Here or? Like here in the United States. Oh, yeah. Even though we're like one of the youngest countries in the world. Yeah, I feel like we've had a lot of problems. We're like the we're like the problem child of the earth. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I mean, our president is Donald Trump. <laughs> that's I mean, true. That's true. If that's not like a more clear like symbolism of... Of your, your, you know, statement you just made, then I don't know what is. <laughs> nothing, nothing. Well, what, 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 what do you think the different ages of uh, America would be? Like, what's the first age of America? Like the what, revolutionary yeah. period. Yeah, yeah, like with George Washington. So that was that was like the era where like you'd wear a big old long white wig. Yeah, I mean that's like the colonial times after America was founded, and that, that was what was in. And then the whole, t- and then the whole like next hundred years almost was like the colonial times until the Civil War, and then you would just call it like the Civil War era, and then after that you would call Reconstruction up until Man. the turn of the century, which is like when we started becoming industrialized, and then after that you would call it like <laughs> the Roaring Twenties, and then after that you would call it the Great Depression, and then after the, that you would call it uh, World War Two, and then after that you would call it. Uh, like what did they call the fifties? Uh, like uh, I don't know the baby boom. Yeah, the baby boom. You know, sixties. You know, like that's like the hippie era, or or like the beginning of like media, modern media in America. Seventies. <laughs> I don't know. Hippies. Again. Yeah, lots of hippies. <laughs> it, it took a while to get rid of. The I mean, I guess there wasn't really hippies that much in the sixties. It was like at the tail end, and then the eighties. You know. That's when that's when the age of techno. Oh, you know what the fifties was? Now that I think of it, that was the nuclear era. Oh yeah, that is what they. Yeah, call that's it. like when the Incredible Hulk got discovered. Yeah. <laughs> discovered. <laughs> he got discovered. He was an ancient alien. Yeah, <laughs> they beamed him down. I don't want to say uh, the Incredible Hulk is necessarily extraterrestrial, but uh, <laughs> I think he might be extraterrestrial. <laughs> I mean, he's green and he's bulging with muscles. What? Yeah, just what else like, would an alien look like? Just like dolphins, like you said in that one episode. Yeah, dolphins are aliens. <laughs> Clearly. They're way too smart for their own good. They're not from the same alien family as the Hulk, though. They're, they're oh, completely yeah. different. I can't imagine a jack dolphin like that. Like, what would it even look like? It, it would look like, like one of those <laughs> sausages that were like held together by string, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, like before muscles they act- would be bulging. Yeah, before they actually are tied into links. Yeah, yeah, and they're just like almost bursting out of the casing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what the muscles on a. Mm-hmm. But it would also have like a twenty-four pack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just like all down its yeah. long stomach. It's super rounded. <laughs> oh man! And then just a. But you know all the chick dolphins would be like, yeah, it's pretty hot. Oh, so the chick dolphins can't have 24 packs? No, they they can, but all of them would be like, wow, that's a nice 24 pack. It's like like how people like six packs. Although I feel like the six pack thing has gone down a little bit, you know. Well, especially when there's such a thing as people being attracted to dad bods, which yeah. 
It's yeah, in. fucking right. Where if is if anyone make... knew that was true, it would be me. Yeah, is it? <laughs> like fuck you, that shit's it... not real. Chicks just say that kind of shit to be cute. Like, oh, that guy's kind of cute. Like, cause he has a dad bod. Like, no. You're not fucking him though. You're just like, oh yeah, but he's like a dad, he's so he's off yeah. limits. He's like an old like, yeah. yeah Keywords. He's off limits. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit, man. Yeah, yeah. I hate it's that just to term make, dad bod. It's just to bod. make us feel better about ourselves. It's we like, know it. Take that dad bod shit and shove it right up your ass. I don't want to hear that shit anymore. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Has the dad bod been a thing for a long time? I feel like. I feel like the super muscular thing has only been a thing for, it hasn't been a thing for uh, that that long. Like I think that's new. Like was everybody always attracted to gigantic muscles? But even back in like the fifties or the forties or the thirties. Well, how about like two thousand years ago and yeah. like Roman culture when they had like yeah when the beautiful sculptures. Oh of... no, in Rome. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking cavemen, but that's that's like. That's a lot longer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so Ryan really knows his er- his eras and and generations and periods of civilization here on people <laughs> also search for. Yeah, did you like that, Ryan? This I, time I worked I in the opening my drink into the intro. That was awesome. I'm a little <laughs> bit off though. Here we go. Well, I, I you know you're not obligated to immediately follow my cracking of the beverage. I know, but it just sounded so smooth this time around when you were introducing the show that. The yeah. show I wanted to be just like that. The show where we uh, attempt to find the answers to life's greatest questions. Yeah. Whether it's about how does chrome plating work or are dolphins extraterrestrials? <laughs> you know, we're just gonna we're gonna go everywhere from the absurd to the mundane here <laughs> on the show, and yeah. we'll do our best to make it a funny ride for everyone because. We like we have fun here, Ryan. We do, and uh, we like to discover all different types of problems from all different decades. Yeah. So sometimes we need to go back to something that while making comedy gold, right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And you know who else searches for gold? Ew. Prospectors. Oh, like that, like Stinky Pete from Toy Story. Yeah, like, like stink- I'm Stinky Pete. <laughs> yeah, exactly, like Toy Story Two. It's funny that they would make that character like a big old fat guy. Because what do you think <laughs> that any like any prospector or most manual laborers at all would be like fucking cut? Because yeah, they they're out in the sun all day, like swinging that big axe. Yeah, like I don't. I don't know why they made him a sloppy fat guy. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess. I mean, made... haven't they seen Zoolander? Well, I guess it made the character funnier because he was supposed to be like a toy, so like a an extreme like uh, characterization of you know because it was supposed to be like a kid's toy of a prospector. Yeah, that. So basically, the the image of prospector that we have is just the super stereotyped image of what a prospector is, but. There's no way they would actually be like that in real life. Or maybe a prospector is just the guy that goes around and panhandles for... or Is that what they called it? Panhandling? Uh, Where they would, like, uh, sift through, uh, like, rivers for gold artifacts, and then they would, like, f- follow the source to where, like, there's more gold. 
I think. Yeah. Yeah. They would test the water to see how much is in that specific spot. Yeah, I forgot what it was called. I think it is panhandling. But uh, a prospector is a person who searches for mineral deposits, especially by drilling and excavation. So there's modern prospectors. But I want to know about the gold they found. I want to know about that gold rush. Mm. Can you uh, first see what what it's called when they... Oh, panhandling? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I know panhandling now is when you stand on the road and ask for money. Hmm. Yeah, this is this is the modern. This is the modern version. Yeah, that's why I don't know if it was called panhandling, but that's the first word that came to mind. A panhandler is a person who stops people in the street and asks them for money. That's what it means now. That's pretty much exactly what I said. Yeah, you you had it right on the um, right on the bow. Uh, just put like sifting for gold in the old west. Sure. Well, that was the first thing that came up after you put sifting for. Okay, sifting for gold in the Old West. How to pan for gold oh, in the pan, Wild West. Pan for gold, okay. Wild, so wild was, West, Jim so pan, West, Desperado. Yeah. yeah, pan was right. Okay. Oh, you want to become panhandlers? <laughs> no. We can figure out how to pan for gold in the Wild West. Yeah. But I don't want to be a panhandler. Okay. Wait, why Cause, not? Because I don't want to be a beggar. You're right. <laughs> I mean, these people weren't really begging. I guess they were begging the lake to give them gold. Like the lake was some kind of... The lake? Yeah, like the lake was some kind <laughs> stream. The stream and or lake was some kind of uh, a god. Mm, They're yeah. begging him. That's I don't know where the term comes from. I'm not sure if that's what the, what the mindset was, but you well, know, you never know. Well, we're gonna find out how to do it. Maybe right there now. was an old prospector Ryan back in the <laughs> maybe 1800s. He would have loved gold, and he was begging the earth every day. He was facing east and and bowing to the the river and asking it nicely for gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then praying and reading different, different scripts from a a book every single day. Yeah, like an incantation. Yeah, and then summoning the gold from the river. Yeah, totally. But it tells us on this website how to actually pan for gold. So let's uh, see what that would mean. All right. So number one. Is, uh, you fill your pan. The traditional method for panning for gold is so simple it has rarely changed in the hundreds of years since its introduction. To start, take a large scoop of gra- take a large scoop of gravel and pour it into a shallow pan. Make sure you remove any large rocks and inspect them. Gotta inspect those big ones. Okay, so we're taking a scoop of gravel. <laughs> and we're, <laughs> number two, you're gonna you're gonna do uh, choose a spot. The next stage of the process is all about selecting the right location to begin your panning. The best place to pan is at a point on the shore of a river. Not a lake. Or flowing (laughs) body of water that's more than 15 centimeters deep. Also not a lake. (laughs) It's all right, Ron. We all make mistakes. Mild current is ideal for this. Beautiful. Yeah, and you know, once you 
Once you find it, you gotta sift through it. That's number three. Now submerge the contents of your pan and let mm. the water wash away any dirt. Remember, mud will float up, but gold will sit as it is so dense. Once the dirt has been separated, begin to shake the pan vigorously just under the surface of the water. Ah, so the gold is much more dense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what so, you do after that, number four. Yeah, you got to refine the hull. Shaking will filter bigger rocks to the top. Discard these, but of course remember to inspect them first. Mm-hmm. Repeat the last two steps and remove the top rocks. Drain the water and repeat from the start. Keep removing the heavy materials, iron, minerals, etc. until you're left behind with fine, fine-ass flecks of gold. Shiny gold. If you're lucky, it says. So, okay, a nice four-step uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice process. process. Yeah. yeah, sounds easy. You know, can you imagine going to just a, a river and putting a pan in it and getting mud in it and then shaking it out and there's just chunks of gold there? <laughs> I mean, what else did they have to do? Like, ride their horse and and hunt for food and water? Like, I mean... That... Yeah, but that's like a... You, you get so rich doing this. I mean... I know it, the rivers have all run dry now. Do those guys look rich, Ryan? I assume those are prospectors. Yeah. And which, by the way, none of them look fat to me, but they all do look quite gnarled. With <laughs> and the big beard. Old, big old beards. Yeah. yeah, the big old beards. That's I what mean, I mean. Hey, you need a big old beard to protect you from being out in the sun all day, you know? They aren't wearing, like, you don't jeans get a... and overalls, though. Like, jean overalls. Oh, oh, yeah, I know. Like denim overalls. Yeah. I don't know. The one guy on the left kind of looks like he is, but maybe not. I don't think so. But yeah, they're definitely just wearing normal 1800s clothes. They look like samurais of the Old West. Is uh, panning for gold what started the gold rush? Hmm. Well, we can just type in what started the gold rush. Hmm. You're learning how to simplify now, Ryan, are you? I just wrote down what you said there, Jacob. No, I didn't say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said, is panhandling what... Or, God damn it, is panning for gold what started the gold rush? And you're like, oh, I'll just, just type in what started the gold rush. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because then we'll know if you're right or wrong. All right. Well, there's the California gold rush is the first thing that comes up, but I don't know if that's what it is. I think that's the most like common one that people think of. Ah, okay. Like the 49ers. Yeah. The San Francisco 49ers are based on the California gold rush. We said we weren't going to talk about sports on here, Jacob, and you're talking about sports. Wow. Because I know the name of a football team. <laughs> I'm hurt. It's pretty harsh, Ryan. And plus, it's you know, okay. I know, I you know, know the, I like, and I know the 49ers. And you know, I like a little bit of sports, you but do. we're not going to talk about that here. We can one day. Mm. Not right this day. We'll see. The California gold rush, however, was a gold rush that began on January 24th, 1848, when gold was found by James W. Marshall at Sutter's Mill in Coloma, California. Ooh. Fresh gold. The news of gold brought approximately 300,000 people to California from the rest of the United States and abroad. The sudden influx of gold 
into the money supply reinvigorated ah, reinvigorated the American economy and the sudden population increase allowed California to go rapidly to statehood. In the Compromise of 1850, the gold rush had severe effects of the native Californians and resulted in precipitations or precipitous rather native population decline from disease, genocide, and starvation. Oh, there, there you have your downside. I mean, I don't think the Native Americans cared that much about the gold, and they died. By the time it ended, California had gone from a thinly populated ex-Mexican territory to having one of its first two U.S. senators, John C. Fremont, selected to be the first presidential nominee for the new Republican Party in 1856. Damn. Wow. So, uh, you know, so just another fine example of how uh, the United States, you know, exploration and expansion killed many, many Native Americans. (laughs) Oh, boy. Let's spin that into comedy gold, Ryan. All right. Um. No, it's fine though. We're here to learn and see. Okay, they have all the gold now. They've they've they own the casinos. (laughs) Right? What? It's okay. They have all the gold now because they own the casinos. All the gold coins you win at the casinos. Who's they? The Native Americans. Do they? I think a lot of them live in poverty, Ryan. (laughs) They do. Do they? Well, maybe the ones that live on, like, reservations. Mm-hmm. We should just invite them over here. and <laughs> Sure. Let them live through the American dream. Getting a random job and just barely making your way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a lot better. It does. getting it yourself does. into horrible, yeah. horrible debt. It does. It sounds. It sounds good. It sounds a lot better than the California Gold Rush did to them. I heard recently a story about <clears throat> a guy that was, I think he was around, like, I think he was around 30. And uh, he had gone to, like, a really nice school to get a medical degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, ended up, like, going about $400,000 into debt. Whoa. And uh, he went to get his uh, like medic, his final like um, MD exam to actually get his license. And uh, there's like three parts to it. And for some reason, like uh, he failed one of the sections that a lot of people like easily get through. Mm-hmm. And just because he failed this one part of the test, which also cost fifteen hundred dollars, mind you. He did not get his license, and you can't retake the test. You can never retake the test? From what I hear. So, he just got stuck with $400,000 of debt and a medical de- or like medical uh, background that he couldn't use. Wow. <laughs> so I feel like there should be a way around that. And uh, eventually, he just decided, after going back to live with his parents for year for a few years he just uh decided i'm just gonna go into the military now <laughs> <laughs> wow yep Was so there's a military medic at least no he well he he went in as like an officer i think oh but still there's your fucking american dream ryan 
Yep. I'd rather go out and be one of those dirty-ass men that you saw that were panning for gold. Yeah, me too. I I think panning for gold, it seems like a, a kind of a fun job. It's like you're out, it's it's hot out, but you're in like a cool lake, you know? You're shaking around, you're, and you're finding, you're finding <laughs> you're free. You're shaking around. Yeah, and you're finding free money. Like, yeah. It's basically like, uh, it sounds like something out of your dreams. Well, unfortunately, like they said, the 300,000 people that came to California, like, we're all there to find all the gold. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them didn't. A lot of them didn't find any gold? Well, yeah, because you think that many people ended up, like, getting rich off gold? Like, no, a lot of them got, like, pushed out from, like, wherever they were already, you know, like, people already were. Ah. Oh. Like, I'm sure... I'm sure, like, if somebody had already found, like, a deposit that, like, seemed like there was more there, I'm sure they weren't just letting other guys, like, come, they were probably, like, sh- killing each other over the, you know, like, I'm sure a lot of, like, murder happened because of that shit, because people were, you know, trying to get that free money you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, you know... If there was like a convention or something where they were just giving away free money, I feel like that would become a madhouse. Exactly. There's no way that would go well. Like you're getting paid to just go. Especially if, like, imagine just getting the offer of you can have a free $50. All you have to do is come to this plate location on this day. Imagine how many people would show up to that. Yeah. <laughs> and if it was completely legitimate. Well, I, that's such a small amount of money, though. Not that many people would show up because if it was too far away, it wouldn't even be worth the gas money to drive there. Within, like, 20 miles, everybody. Mm, yeah mostly everybody yeah not some people aren't going to care about the money there's going to be the outliers but i think mostly everybody in like a 20 mile radius of the location well if if that exact scenario happened like today i would be like no fucking way because i'm going to end up wasting like 10 hours like i could have made 50 dollars doing something else in 10 hours you know that's true. <laughs> Instead of like wasting my, t- I could have even had more fun just you, not. You probably dealing. could have made like five hundred bucks if you were like a prostitute. <laughs> okay, nice. Yeah, I just wanted to imagine you in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's. Uh, I'm gonna scoot over a little bit because uh, that's because you're being driven out. <laughs> yeah, by your sick perverted fucking mind yeah (laughs) i mean we were talking about 49ers i mean it's not about football but it's actually about you know wow i mean do you want to learn about that i do because this is like what the football team is based do you want to find out if they were actually murdering each other ryan (laughs) yeah and then (laughs) years later we made a football team yeah, to to commemorate that. And that's what all these, you know, hardworking guys died for. Yeah. So that somebody else could get paid hundreds of millions of dollars to <laughs> slam their body into people on a field while millions of people watch. And yeah, to carry a ball from one end of a field to another <laughs> end of the field and then yeah. carry it back. I mean, but in the same regard, you know, we could say the same thing with like the Washington Redskins because oh yeah, that's, you know... But we're not going to go into that, like, 
I don't really care that much. It's Neither more funny I. to me, especially with the 49ers. Yeah. Who are the first people to rush to the gold fields <laughs> beginning in the spring of 1848 where the residents of California themselves, primarily agriculturally oriented Americans and Europeans living in Northern California, along with the Native Americans and the Californios, Spanish-speaking Californians. I didn't know there was a, a word for that. Spanish-speaking Californians, no, the Californios. Yeah, neither did I. That's interesting. <laughs> the first miners tended to be families in which everyone helped in the effort. Women and children of all ethnicities were often found panning next to the men. Some enterprising families set up boarding houses to accommodate the influx of men. In such cases, the women often brought a steady income while their husbands searched for gold. Whoa! Bringing home the bacon. Mm. All the ladies were bringing home the bacon while their husbands went out and panhandled. wonder how they did that. Yeah. Setting up boarding homes and accommodations. Maybe. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? While their husbands were gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how they that's how they made that money. Yeah, well, how else? Yeah. I mean, unless it was just from the patronage of these gentlemen who were coming into <laughs> just town, passing by. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, that, you know, I think that that's what they were doing. <laughs> Word of the gold rush spread slowly at first. The earliest gold seekers were people who lived near California or people who heard the news. From ships of the fastest sailing routes to California, first large group of Americans to arrive were several thousand Oregonians who came down the Siskiyou Trail. Hmm, old Siskiyou. <laughs> Next came people from the Sandwich Islands. Hmm, sandwich <laughs> pretzels and cheese. Sandwich. <laughs> And several thousand Latin Americans, including people from Mexico, Peru, and as far away as Chile, both by ship and overland. By the end of 1848, some 6,000 Argonauts had come to California. They don't say anything about murder here, Ryan. Oh, I see lawless places. All right, so anyway, when the we're going to see a little bit what happened after the people came and settled there and after uh much sickness and and uh pushing pushing out of indigenous people happened then when the gold rush began the california gold fields were particularly lawless places mm. scary it's like a wasteland of people when gold was discovered at Sutter's Mill, California was still technically part of Mexico under American occupation as a result of the Mexican-American War. Mm -hmm. With the signing of the treaty ending of the war on February 2nd, 1848, California became a possession of the United States. Okay, I didn't, I didn't even know that like that happened in the same time period. It was not a formal territory and did not become a state until September 9th, 1850. California existed in the usual condition of a region under military control. There was no civil legislature, executive, or judicial body for the entire region. 
local residents operated under a confusing and changing mixture of Mexican rules, American principles, and personal dictates, lax uh, lax enforcement of federal laws such as Fugitive Slave Act of 1850 encouraged the arrival of free blacks and escaped slaves. So... This is the well, this is what the Wild West like when you think of the Wild West this is the time period you know yeah before the Civil War and stuff like California was barely like barely a thing because there's n- like that's a, imagine how fucking scary that must have been that like you knew that it was like oh this is part of the U.S. now but then you're like well there's no government and there's like no like representation of this country because. A lot of the stuff in between California and east of the Mississippi wasn't even, like, you know, state, like, weren't even official states yet. They were just, like, large territories. Yeah, just completely lawless. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It is cool to think that that was real, and that's how everything actually was at a certain point. I mean, that's why people are drawn to stuff like Red Dead Redemption, you know, like... It is, like, personally, I'll, I've loved, uh, like, old Western movies since, you know, maybe 10, 10 or more years ago. And I love, like, all the spaghetti Westerns and stuff and Clint Eastwood films. It's just, like, it's, like, really dramatic, you know, and, like, scary. Like, the way they portray it, it's, like, quiet and, like, scary and you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. It's fucking weird. And there's always a scene at the end where there's two men staring each other down with a pistol and the whoever shoots first wins yeah like a draw yeah is that what you call it yeah a draw i think or a duel a maybe. duel yeah yeah it's like how alexander a... hamilton died we were doing that for a long time oh There's yeah duels well that came from europe so it's not that we've been doing it it, it did come over from europe really mm. i mean there's also Are like... there cowboys in europe what? Were there like cowboys in Europe? Was uh, that a big thing? I'm sure there was like like men that traveled to Europe. Like remember I was telling you about that show Penny Dreadful? Yeah. Uh like there's one guy that's he you know who Wild Bill is, like the legendary guy from the old west. Yeah. Wild Bill. Yeah. Like he's one of the characters in Penny Dreadful and he's the guy that becomes the werewolf. So he's like an American guy that traveled to Europe, like fleeing his old life. Yep, Wild Bill Hickok. Yeah, so they used him as the werewolf character, which I thought was pretty That's cool. And you know who it was? Josh Hartnett. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> he's pretty badass. Yeah, he is. He died in Deadwood, South Dakota. Mm. Oh, this is Wild Bill. Yeah, this is. The oh wait, real so the, wild he Bill. was a he was a guy. Yeah, yeah, he was real. Okay. Yeah, it was James Butler Hickok, better known as Wild Bill Hickok, was a folk hero of the American Old West and known for his work across the frontier as a drover, wagon master, soldier, spy, scout, lawman, gunfighter, gambler, showman, and actor. That is a lot. Yeah, he was a jack of all trades. Yeah, he was like um how like childish Gambino is now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's quite a comparison to draw. Yeah. Uh I don't know if uh I don't know if uh 
childish Gambino could beat him in a in a duel though because Wild Bill was like mostly known as a showman like he did like trick shooting mm. and he could basically defend himself like better than anyone because he could do like trick shooting yeah i think he could learn it though you know childish, childish yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah i'm sure he could but, i think that he could learn it but he's not already like you know that's not his thing i mean maybe he could he could uh kill wild bill with them some sick freestyles probably uh but well no it's because he's a jack of all trades He's in the movies. No, I said I didn't know if he could beat him in a duel. I yeah, but I'm saying like he's probably acted with a gun before. Like so maybe <laughs> he knows like some some sweet tricks from like acting classes, you know, where they like are doing bat like fighting scenes. Yeah, but they use blanks. Yeah, but They're just not cause, shooting an actual Just because you aren't shooting a real gun doesn't mean you wouldn't know how to from doing the training. Do you think you think Keanu Reeves is like a master shot because he trained to do his john wick movies yeah probably you think you you think that they would have never like shot before they do they they have to do training to know how to shoot a real gun. well yeah i'm sure he like was able to hit like a target but i don't know if he like went through like rigorous like like defense shooting courses or anything like that yeah but because he mean... wasn't doing it to defend himself he was defend or he was like training to like do the physical choreography of it I'm just thinking, like, you'd think, like, now it would be easier to learn than some guy in 1837. Like, well, he, there's no way that... Well, I mean, when... The, he lived exactly the time period we were talking about with the gold rush. Like, yeah, yeah. He had a reason to, like... Carry a gun. Yeah, to, like, actually kill people that came after him, you know? Like, because... He's lived in the Wild West. Like, people just always killed each other back then. So, that's all I'm saying is, like... That'd be so scary to even try and go out. That's why all the... Whenever you went to a store, like a saloon, it's all... Like, there's nobody around, and then you go in, and it's it's banging in there. I mean, he did only live, like, 39 years, so he didn't even, like, reach 40 so, I mean, everyone had a smaller life expectancy back then, but I think 40 is, like, a pretty good age for when you're constantly, like, having to defend yourself against whether it was Native yeah. Americans or, uh, like, like just lawless, like, criminals. That, yeah, trying to steal your gold that you prospected. Yeah. Or your gold that you had from, like, being a trick shooter. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, well, I bet a lot of them would kill each other to to just to steal each other's stuff, right? I guess it depended. Like if they looked like they were wealthy, you probably had a better chance of getting robbed if you were out in the 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 wild west. I'm curious how often like like there those battles happened in the wild west, like where they like a duel. Like how often did they duel in the <laughs> wild west? When you started typing how often, it the first thing that came up was how often should you poop? <laughs> really? <laughs> Maybe we'll have to take a side. <laughs> Maybe. Should we? Should we see how often? Mm. I don't care, Ryan. It's up to you. I mean, I guess we have to have a little bit of scatological humor in, in each episode. <laughs> well, the first one, it's just the first thing that comes up is how often should you poop? 
At first thing after what? After how often? Yeah. Okay. That's yes. what I thought. So we just, I wanted to know real quick how often you should poop. And, uh, uh, less than 40% of healthy people poop once a day. All right. Cool. Less than 40%. So almost half of people poop once a day. Yeah. And that says of healthy people. Yes. I mean, that's, that's, I don't, I don't know what exactly that, like, means because if it's split halfway then that means some people could poop uh maybe once more a day or you know once every other day well you know <laughs> people also ask is pooping once a week bad so <laughs> i think that's a little bit easier well, way yeah, to answer I mean, this that's, that's pretty clear for most of your life you have a bowel movement every day that's your normal some people have a bowel movement about three times a week, while others only once a week. So after all these years, you should know what's normal for you. Oh, so that's okay. So th- I guess it's fine as long as it's normal for you. Yeah, you'd have to probably be eating very little to ha- have to poop only once a week. Yeah, that's true. Like that's probably not. That's that. probably not healthy. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say which one of these is healthy, but you know, it says most people do it once a day and like that's probably the most normal what if your like metabolism is super slow though and it just builds up but every time you poop it's like this gigantic load that's what i'm saying like what if what it's, it doesn't have to do with the time <laughs> just has to do with what's in there plus that's like a terrible thought and i don't think that's how it works anyways yeah (laughs) you're talking about like after a week of not pooping you like fill up the entire toilet bowl (laughs) i don't yeah there i really doubt that's how it works if your metabolism is metabolism is just that slow or just builds up in there I mean, I've seen... I've, I don't think that's how it works. I've either. walked in the bathroom stalls <laughs> that would come close to arguing that. And it's... <laughs> Where? Like Wendy's? I don't know, Ryan. Anywhere. Like when oh, you okay. accidentally go into a stall and you just see someone's remains. And it's like clearly it just... There was no way that was all going down. <laughs> yep. And maybe they used also like, you know a half of a roll of toilet paper and you're just like what the fuck <laughs> it's like whoever is gonna like whatever like poor employee is gonna have to clean that is gonna probably have to like take some of it out of the <laughs> toilet <laughs> oh man yeah like cut it in half and t- just send it down in sections <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god <laughs> Oh man! Have you ever been that guy? Have you ever had to do no, that? No, oh, me neither. But I bet truck stops, like truck stops, are oh, the worst God. for that. Imagine being like the janitor at just like I don't know, like a pilot or something. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, I don't. I don't think I want to think about that anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I want to rush back to the and, gold rush. And if there was anyone still listening this far into the podcast, I'm sure they're not now. Probably not. That was a... I mean, that's Google's fault. It was the first thing that came up. It's partially your fault. (laughs) 
That's true. <laughs> I'm not going to Although, I mean, that. it's partially my fault for noticing it, but I would never have been like, let's do, let's check it out. <sighs> you know, I just, I thought it had the chance to be a little bit funny. It was pretty funny, but it was very disgusting as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the internet, it's got all kinds of places yeah. to go. Plus, you know. Sometimes we like to read a little Wikipedia and learn something, and then uh, for ten minutes talk about giant shits. <laughs> that's just that's just that's life. the gamble that you're gonna have to take when you're uh, hanging out with us here on People Also Search for. But for well, now, we're gonna go backwards and get back into the Wild West. Yeah, and we wanted to know uh, what Ryan. How common? Well, I wanted to know how often they would duel in the Wild West, but we found on Quora it's how common gun or how common were gun draw duels in the Wild West, and there's probably some answers in there. <clears throat> yeah, it. The first one says, "I was trying to f- like figure out what is like what the thing. I think that's a book that's listed up there at the top, but I don't know. Then it says, uh, I." And this sounds already snarky from the first sentence, so I'm going to do it in a little snarky voice. I did a fair amount of research on this for my Old West nonfiction book. Oh, my voice is panning out here. I never found a single example of the deliberate fair fight, quick draw gunfight in all my reading. The nearest was in a New Mexico bar when two guys started arguing about who was fastest. <clears throat> apparently got madder as they went and finally stepped back into the test to test the question so to speak when the bar cleared they started laughing and went back to drinking it was a joke <laughs> so they were basically you know rubbing their chest together by then the idea fucking chads by then the idea of that sort of gunfight had became a created myth in the dime novels there is no doubt that anyone who used a gun practiced getting them out and into play quickly just as they worked on making the first shot count John Wesley Harding was famous for his constant practice. He often carried two guns in his front pants pockets, barrel up, and worked on how quickly he could jerk them off. I mean, out and fire. That's that had that last statement had nothing to do with my nonfiction book. A landlady of his his, in, El, in El Paso, Texas, said when he did that and dry fired, it sounded like a baby's rattle, and he and he fired so fast. No law officer would get into a situation that might require a gun with his in its holster or pocket. In fact, <laughs> given a choice, he would be carrying a long gun of some sort. In that town was usually a shotgun. The handgun, however, was sort of a last resort. On the other side of the law, there was a strong preference for using a long hard gun preferably from behind a tree or something yeah behind a tree that's where they always left all their long guns so other guys could you know stumble upon their long ass gun behind a tree and they could show to each other and you know touch it a little bit look upon james brown (laughs) 
<laughs> killer killing <laughs> Miller to see James Brown Miller that is to see how an old west assassin worked. I mean that's just my that's just what my research shows. Yeah, and I like how they didn't <laughs> even answer like how common gun tools were in the wild west. Well, he did at the beginning, but he was saying that it like basically never happened. And the one example he found was like a joke. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. That person says they're a professor. Ooh. A Fulbright scholar. Ooh, let's see what he has to say, Ryan. Two men facing off to see who could draw fastest was a fad that came and went in about of a year. Oh, that sounds not too long then. Hmm. Very quickly, men realized that it was foolish to give your opponent the chance to kill you. Oh, okay, so they just started... Okay, so the duel thing stopped because they decided they should just start shooting each other. Yeah, so they... Then they wouldn't lose. They had, they like had you know, more at stake than people in Europe who did it, where it was like a thing about, like, chivalry, whereas in the Wild West, it was like, I need this fucking gold. I'm killing you. Sorry. <laughs> We're not having no fucking duel. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's either I'm going to get the gold or I'm going to die. Yeah. Like... That's why it sounds, you know, quite scary to have lived back then. Yeah, because it would be basically be like if you saw a homeless person on the side of the road, they would immediately kill you and wouldn't even think or question it for a second. And then they would basically take all your things and become you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's like in Minecraft where you like pick up like some different armor and then you put on the armor that armor that was laying on the floor on that dead body that is you now <laughs> pretty much unless you get caught yeah but then you just kill the people who caught you too it's a never-ending cycle of you killing people until you die well, and that's... everybody else was killing people until they died yeah that's why everyone died pretty young when they were living out there but that was the cost that it took to uh be somebody that helped found a whole area of the country i wonder like this is it, it's kind of disturbing to think that like everybody was just so accustomed to shooting people back then it's like when did that start like when the first guns were made and like that started like was it when the first guns were made were people just like Oh, okay, like we can shoot people now? Uh, okay. <laughs> like, uh, is that how it was? I don't know. I mean, that'd be a whole that'd be a whole separate, like, search. I mean, we could try to find out, but... That could be a whole episode on the history of, like, shooting. I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, maybe not. That, that's a little bit of a, you know, I just hot want, topic these days. That's true, but I'm just going to... I need to know what happened when guns were invented. That's fine. I'm sure we can figure that out pretty quickly. Okay. Um, ooh, this first thing. We're on the late 14th century in Europe. Smaller and portable handheld cannons were developed. Creating, in effect, the first smoothbore personal firearm. Well, but wasn't that... That was already... Wasn't that after the gold rush? Or no, that was... No, this is in the 14th Oh, in the 14th century. Yeah. yeah. So... I don't know if they had handheld guns, though. Like, cannons were technically, like, the first gun. True. And we've had those since, like, pirates. Well, even, like... 
even thousands of years ago, the Chinese te- technically had, like, projectile weapons that were fueled by gunpowder. Mm. But they weren't, like, a handheld thing. I think, uh, th- I think, like, handguns only go back to, like, the 18th century. Oh, okay. I just, I guess we're... It says right there, the first successful rapid firearm is the Gatling gun, invented by Richard Gatling and fielded by the Union forces during American Civil War in the 1860s. Like They used mostly rifles in the Civil War, and then handguns were invented like in between the 1860s and like the 1890s, I think. So could just anybody in like the 14th century just have a gun? Like, and it didn't matter, like it wasn't regulated? It was probably the government, though, because I don't think anyone would have had the means to create a gun unless they knew like what all the raw material i i just don't think the like access to the knowledge of that was you know accessible to everyone like people knew that cannons existed but they didn't they They, didn't think can i go buy a cannon from the cannon store it's like no they there's specific companies that make them like specifically for the government. Mm. I mean, that's why our, like any government now has like a certain amount of money that they use for their military, and it's like billions and billions of dollars because that's mostly yeah creating weapons. It's probably different now because you can't really you can buy you can just buy a gun at the store, but there's a bunch yeah, of- but you can't buy like an anti tank rifle at, yeah. at the store. Yeah, but you yeah. would need that back in the like. Back when the the prospecting was happening, they they definitely they had. I hand, think it was more like yeah, hand they had guns. revolvers. Yeah, revolvers. Uh, you know, after like the Civil War, I, I don't. They might have. Had, I think they did have revolvers in the Civil War, but in the Wild West, they had revolvers. Yeah, yeah. And that's just like a bullet in a chamber, and it shoots out six shot. Yeah, and like I'm pretty sure you were able to get a gun like in most parts of the united states because unless the you know i don't know i think the manufacturers probably originally made them for the military and then they were like oh other people need guns too because there's like murder and stuff happening Uh, i wonder if like the wild western fashion from now is anything like the it was during that actual time you know, like 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 what people like people that are like country now like wear like that kind of a thing. Uh in a yeah, in a little like certain ways, like it's just simplistic clothing. Like wild western clothing. Wasn't, wasn't that weird. A lot of people made their own clothes though. Mm, I don't know if wildwestmerchandise.com is going to be the place where, <laughs> I, where I find this no, one. No, it's going to be like it's going to be like reproduction stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know how you would find that out. I mean, I guess there's... I mean, these are like actual pictures. Yeah, if you look at actual pictures, that's one thing. But you can't necessarily tell like what the material is. No, it just looks like cotton. And then, or cotton and leather. It just seems like a lot of cotton and leather. Yeah, that's true. And everybody's got like a scarf. This guy, this guy right here. He's looking like he has one of those sashes, like uh, like you like Scottish, like you'd be Scottish. You see that? Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. 
He has a Scottish sash on, but he's in the Wild West. This guy was way, way more fashionable than the rest of them. It might be like a Mexican culture thing because he looks like he might be uh, Hispanic. Maybe. These are the, according to the subtitle, it says these are the Texas Rangers. So, I mean, it would make sense if there was like Mexican guys that were Texas Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. But this is what I imagine all the gold. This guy looks exactly like what I would imagine a gold rush man would look like. Yeah. Two pistols in hand. Three pistols. He's got more pistols than he can handle. But, uh, yeah, he doesn't look like a very happy guy. He looks a little bit angry. (laughs) I mean, it's clearly like a modern photo. It's just somebody that's... I mean, you could... I know some people do, like, colorized, like, old photos... Yeah, I wish I could find one. It looked like that one was, like, the main, because this is definitely later in time. I mean, I feel like if you watch, like, most old Western, like, you know, movies or shows, that would give you an idea, because... I wonder how much of that is, like, like Hollywood, though. Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, they might be made out of, like, better materials, but other than that, I think the look of them is the same, like... That's what, like, wardrobe departments are for, to, like, find out the exact type of, like, period clothing to use. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, because there are photographs from from then, it seems like. Oh, yeah, of course. Or artistic depictions as well. And, and they, they pretty much look exactly like you'd seen a Western. Now, like, the stuff that you see now is much more mild, though. I mean, there's historical emporium that's selling classic canvas trousers. So Whoa. So clicked on the wrong we, one. I did? <laughs> yeah, it was the one next to it on the right. Oh, uh, this? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if those look real to me. This looks like some weird costume, like a Halloween costume. I mean, they're canvas. And the place is called Historical Emporium. It says authentic products and old-fashioned something. Yeah, I, I don't know. This looks like a costume to me. I think it could have looked realer than this. The colors are too bright. Well, it's because they, they haven't been traveling around in the desert for four years wearing the same clothes. I guess Of course it's going to look more bright. I guess that's true. Plus, you were looking at, like, old... Uh, whatever they silver plate photographs yeah (laughs) i guess since i've never seen it just looks wrong in color and so bright since all the photographs you see it in yeah they're all like cyan or not cyan they're all uh uh, sienna yeah and a lot of the movies are black and white and it's just like seeing it in color just looks well i'm sure it doesn't look fashionable i'm sure if you took the red shirt and the or the red scarf and the blue shirt and like took them outside and like left them in the front yard for a couple weeks then you'd have a better idea of what it would have looked like after it was like weathered you know and dirty that's true because i bet in that time period you didn't get a new change of clothes very often like it was expensive you had to have it personally well, and, made. and if like all you could take with you was like whatever you can put on a horse oh yeah so, so you don't necessarily want half of it to be clothes you need like food and water and fucking whiskey or whatever yeah it was like you you'd have like two pairs you put one on and you would you'd have one pair of pants and like two shirts like some underwear yeah pretty gross yeah and you just like wash your clothes in the creek 
while you're in your underwear and then you put your clothes on and then you wash your underwear, you know, and you just trade these. Yeah. You only need one thing. Well, or you would just take your clothes off, go into the river to wash yourself and your underwear, get out, then wash your clothes, then let them dry in the sun. So almost never take off your underwear. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. That yeah. that would be uncomfortable, I think. <laughs> wearing soggy underwear for that while, although under that hot sun. And you know what's it's crazy when you go into the water to wash yourself, you can come out and you basically have gotten a bunch of free gold. <laughs> it's just like you're covered in gold flakes and you're like, "All right, you wash like you wash it up and you're like, I just got paid to take a bath." That's what we need here in this time. We need to start paying people to take baths. <laughs> Yeah. Especially at, like, anime conventions. Yeah. Or, I don't know, I, there's plenty of people that you're like, man, I would pay you to fucking take a shower right now. Yeah. Exactly. Plenty of people, Ryan, but unfortunately no one's gonna make them that offer. At least I know I won't. I won't either. Because, uh, so, we'll just say it doesn't it, bother me that much. So we'll just say it here. Everyone, make sure you bathe or take a shower. Yeah. And uh, don't be smelly. <laughs> you want to make sure that you stay clean. Yeah. Clean and lean. Maybe not lean. <laughs> Enjoy yourself a nice burger sometimes. Yeah, sure. Get yourself... Lots a... of big fatty burger. Oh, what? Big fatty burger. No lean. Ooh. It sounds delicious. Yeah. I can go for that Cook right now. Cook one up on the grill or go to Five Guys. Probably just as good. Yeah. I, Five Guys makes me sick though. So yeah, you said that before, and you and you said you never had a burger with, without the fries. So I'm thinking it's the fries' fault. Okay, and fine. I want I'm you gonna, to give it I'm another gonna get chance. It. I'm gonna try it when I have Five Guys. I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna do a Five Guys burger review. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll make a video. That would be great. The people need to know. Yeah, we'll make some uh, random food videos at some point, but uh. We got a lot of stuff going on right now, especially Ryan, and uh, maybe we'll update you guys on some of that stuff in the future, but for now, we're just going to keep giving you one podcast a week and, uh, you know, maybe one or two Let's Plays here and there, and, uh, you know, just hang tight, and we're going to keep making some new stuff here on People Also Search For. Yeah. Good. Yeah. 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 Y